electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC, Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer. David Faber's back at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Going to close out February today. None too soon for equity bulls. Yields are on the march again. Ten-year near 395. Lots of macro and micro. Target, Goldman, Chevron, Zoom, and more. Our roadmap begins with stocks on pace for their second negative month in three. Why one top strategist sees more downside risk ahead. Plus, we're keeping an eye on the strength of the consumer. Target sees holiday sales growth, but warns of a continued slowdown, or at least the risks of that. And the AI boom. B of A says Microsoft, Google, Meta, and Apple are poised to benefit, while the FTC warns companies over their AI claims. Let's begin with the markets on this final day of February. Jim, a lot of discussion yesterday about sort of light volume uh, inequities and all of these lines, moving averages, sort of mashing together. Well, look, I, the only thing that matters is tenure. So if you don't know where the tenure is going or you think the tenure is going higher in interest uh, and, of course, uh, lower in price, then all this stuff doesn't matter, all the stuff you see. Nothing matters. You get up and, and, and you know, the rates are marginally higher and whatever happens with stocks is meaningless. The stocks are too small. All people do, these big hedge funds, they just go... They, they, they just simply go between S&P and uh, sell a short S&P on the 10-year and then buy S&P. Well, a lot of it's algorithmic, right? But it's all algorithmic. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. so. it, and what, what happens is, is you can have something like Target, which was perf- I can go on and on about how good Target was. Okay. The, but then the 10-year flashes you know, red and no one cares. I, I'm not saying that, therefore, David, there's nothing to do. I am saying that everything's marginalized by the 10-year. But we've had, I feel like we've had other moments where we've had the same conversation. We kind of come into these Absolutely. periods where, you, where you've literally said the same thing. Well, I mean, about the uh, remember, I'm, on a lighter volume day, the tenure really rules. On a day where we have uh, the tenure doing nothing, then, then the earnings come to the fore. And I, I think that you have the, if you have the, uh, let's just say the, the foresight of, of reporting on a day where rates are good. <laughs> that I think you're fine. If, if your rates, I mean, remember Walmart had a day where rates are good. The stock was up seven. And now Walmart's all the way back because rates are bad. Carl, we're, we're in some weird period. But until we overshoot on the 10-year, until we literally get to where we're supposed to go and then for, and then past it, all this stuff is just, it's dross. And it drives me crazy that it's dross, but it is. You did uh, tweet this morning that your experience tells you that Got to overshoot on the 10 and the 30, I think. Yeah, 10. Well, they used to the 30 because it's mortgage rates. I mean, I was listening to a guest today talking about housing in recession. I mean, I just said, okay, I, I don't want to, I don't know who it was, but it, it's not recession. That's the problem. Housing's boom. So you have all the, I talked about this last night, the, this, get these distortions. I mean, housing should be in recession, but it's not. We have a lot of things, David, like autos should be in recession, but they're in boom. Housing should be in recession, but it's in boom. So I don't know what to do. Everything is just not doing what the Fed wants. Yeah, uh, that's uh, those comments sort of part of what uh, David Solomon's view was as well when we heard from him earlier when Andrew asked him sort of about the macro view that right. he has. 
you know, inflation going to be stickier. Right. We're going to muddle through softer landing. More. I, I mean, it was he was all over the map, actually. In terms, he of was all over the map. He was all over the map. I needed a map. I felt like I needed to be Descartes with that thing. <laughs> but your point, on, your point on housing is great. Apollo's got some charts today of home buying traffic, uh, home builder confidence, inventory, and they say that the risk is that the rollover that we would like to see in shelter might not come. Well, the craziness is that the strongest month, like the last six months, was January. Um, Now, I'm not saying that the economy is mocking Jay Powell. I am just saying that as long as mortgage rates stayed, you know, stabilized, the buyers came out of the woodwork. But that has to do with the secular trend. I mean, Doug Yearly, who is, I think, the new statesman for the housing business, he's the CEO of Toll Brothers, he said, look, there's like a three to five million house deficit. Now, it does seem like the people who are renting, we read these articles periodically, says there's a lot there's apartments to rent. David, uh, I don't know. What does is, what is Blackstone say? <laughs> About what? Rentals? Well, they're, the, they're, they're, the, they're the arbiter of, of housing. They, they do have a lot of individual homes for rent. Well, how do yeah. they, what do they say? They, uh, they rent and they got Listen, a lot. Listen, I think markets are still pretty tight, but right. we do know that many, they're starting to show some signs of of retreat from the highs in terms of rents. But not where they should be at this point in the tightening cycle. No, I mean, you know, we keep hearing... You think it should be a lot more? Yeah. I mean, we keep hearing that we've had the most furious heightening cycle ever. It's like done nothing. Tell me what it's done. I mean, steel, hot and cold rolled steel hit the highest they've been in ages. That's supposed to be plummeting. It's 1,000. It's supposed to be 200. You know, look, I I like what they're doing, but it should have more impact. And when when you hear Brian Cornell talking about stickier inflation, uh... You say to yourself, well, why is that? And you mentioned freight. But I thought, you know, freight's been plummeting. It, I, I, Brian Cornell's a fabulous merchant. And I have to tell you, I think he completely low-balled. And I like that quarter very much. I can go on and on about why that quarter Street was agrees good. with you. Yeah, well, I mean, look, he said discretionary inventory. All right, inventory is the only thing that really matters right now. Mm-hmm. He has, he's cleared his inventory. Uh, 3% decline, 13% discretionary decline. And so that, that bank has said, I mean, the stock will go down because, like, I don't know, people don't understand it. And they take the reaction from other people who take the reaction. David, I've never met the street sheep. They're sheep. That does happen a lot, Jim. Right. Street right now sheep. That does, in particular in a, in a period like this. And as you said, sheep have very bad the, arthritis. When you've got the 10-year, they have very bad arthritis. Oh, my God. Sheep get the, yep. I don't want to say what you have to do with the sheep when it's got bad arthritis, but, tell, but I'll tell you something. You get a real nice kind of rug or sometimes you don't. Poor sheep. Well, no, they can make a comeback if they don't have arthritis. Um, you want to hear what Cornell had to say? Or I, li- I memorized it. You did? Yes, I did. Quiz me. Uh, well, all right. Let's listen to him and then you can. Then we'll see if he was right. We can see if you were right. <laughs> I like Cornell. He's from Whitestone. Yeah, he's from Queens. I do know that. Inflation's been very stubborn. Uh, sitting here today, it's down from the highest rates, but you know, inflation is still a factor in the business. It's still impacting consumer and their spending. So we've got to watch that really carefully. But it's impacting costs. It's still impacting transportation. And we're still far away from a more normalized environment. Can I say it's right? But I also can tell you that when you go to the stores, it, the prices are lower. Now, the prices are definitely lower at Walmart. I just I just don't know what to do with what he said, because Target with inventory clean is able to stabilize price. But what he doesn't talk about is the 30 percent of their business that is private label is cheap. Get a bargain. 
Right. Well, of course, we saw that with Walmart. Yeah, with good value. Do you ever buy good value? Benefiting the from good value food tastes just as the asparagus spears taste exactly the same as the yeah. green giant spears. Um, I mean, I referenced uh, Goldman CEO Solomon earlier in his conversation with Sorkin, but he said the same thing in terms of the general consensus is inflation is going to be stickier. When he says he talks to CEOs, so why don't we think about year over year? Harder to move down to three, let alone down to two percent. Say again, year what? over year. What we'll about year okay. over year? Yeah. We'll be okay. Look, tomorrow Costco's report. It'll be disappointing. No one gives a damn. You already have the numbers because it's just introducing a lot of uncertainty about the consumer, particularly in the second half of the year. So you've got conservative guidance from a lot of these companies. Right. But why not? This is 2023. You can set the bar low and then you can beat, 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 beat. You can beat and raise, beat and raise, beat and raise. And then bingo, you got a higher stock. Bingo, you got a higher stock. Bingo. So when Mike Wilson and today Huberty say, look out for the final month of the quarter, because that's when the lion's share of the earnings cuts or the estimate cuts come. Katie Huberty, go buy Banco Santander. They raised the money. They raised the estimates today. Go buy it. It's a good situation. Did you read where she likes? She likes your she's looking at charts. Yep. Well, I can look at charts, too. I mean, I, 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 I can look at charts. I don't know. Uh, David, how are you on charts? Oh, you know me. I mean, there's, uh, I your just charters. have them all, no, over, I mean, my, she's liking all Europe. over my house. She's, Big charts. She's liking Europe. Yeah. And where where estimate revisions have been positive. Uh, that's why I say Santander is yep. the steal of a lifetime. And where apparently people go to the office a lot more than they do here, too. Oh, my uh, gosh. No, you they're like, they like the office. numbers in Singapore and no, Paris? They're yeah. awesome. I mean, Asia's they're awesome. We're them. 100%. They're awesome. We're them. 110%. But, that was my favorite. I want more you people to, going now than ever. Do you remember when Banco Santander was STD? Well, it's no longer that. It's SAN. That's a good thing. Don't you think? Yes, I Ever do. since it's been SAA, actually, that thing, that piece of paper, right now, I want everybody to buy that piece of paper. $3.95. It totally plays into the chart that Katie Uberty wants us to do. Santander! She hates it when I do that. That's, of course, Okay, Santander. is such a good banker. Just go buy Santander. Mm. How many banks, other than, how about the trillion dollars? JP Morgan's going to be a trillion dollar bank. When? When we're all dead. Ten years, right? Twelve. When we're all dead. Twelve years. I mean, perfect. I think Banco Santander is <laughs> going to be seven percent right return every right year. now. It's got a market cap of sixty-two billion. I'm saying right now it goes to hundred billion. Right now. Right now. Well, because Spain is the strongest month, strongest, strongest country in Europe is Spain. Well, speaking of we're banks, we're on podcast. Damn it! You got to say more than just. I, 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 got, a, space. I got a kid there, and they, the they stay up all night. I know that, so they're spending money Airbnb? at all hours. Airbnb. I apologize for no, the damn. No, no, it's cool. No, so yeah, just really? they party endlessly there. Well, that's oh, not yes. school. How much are you paying for that? Hundred G's. Uh, we talked to, to Jamie about that. We talked to Jamie. He's on the board, isn't he? No. Who's on the board? Why are we even going down that I road? I don't know. I just, I just, I'm kind of curious to see I'm where going I don't Spain. even know what he's talking about. I, yeah. t- tufts. Uh, we're talking about Tufts, right? I'm talking about if you're going to look at the charts, then I'm giving you the analog for the charts, which is Santander, not J.P. Morgan. I'm not being facetious. They just raised numbers this morning. I look at what people are saying, and everyone's equally confused because people have been low-balling. You have sticky inflation at, at at Target. Now, Costco tomorrow will say, you know what? They're sticking inflation. So we're calling all the people who supplied us and we're saying we're rolling back your price. Walmart is saying our our private label is as good. Tomorrow, we're going to hear Rich Galanti say our Kirkland label is better. You're trading up the private label. I love that story. But this is what's happening. We have to understand that everybody's got their own rap. 
And it is fa- it's a fascinating moment. Well, it kind of explains, as David points out, what Solomon said at uh, Goldman uh, we on, have, on Squawk today. We have today. something on that. Basically this, this looking at uh, what's at stake for those who run a business in the next 12 to 18 months. Take a listen. I think the general consensus is inflation is going to be stickier. When I talk to CEOs, stickier and harder to move you know, from where it is now, you know, down to 3%, let's say, let alone 2%. Right. And in the context of that, you know, higher rates, longer, sluggish growth, stickier, but a better chance that we can muddle through with a softer landing. And so I think there's a little more optimism because people's businesses have been performing better. The consumer has been right. more resilient. Um, service businesses in particular have been doing very well. So, I, you know, I think we're in a place where there's a little bit more optimism about muddling through, but I think inflation is going to be sticky and hard. And, you know, I think anyone running a business has to be prepared for kind of a bumpy 12 to 18 to 24 months. I'm going to quiz David Faber right now. David, if you think inflation is stickier, what stock do you buy? If you think inflation is stickier, I don't know, Jim. Smucker reported today, peanut butter. Is there anything stickier than peanut butter? (laughs) I would not have gotten that one. Mark Smucker was on. Mark Smucker was on. Not that I haven't worked incredibly hard to try to get him on my show to no avail or maybe some avail. But that company reported the best quarter. What are they? They are pet snacks, Jif, and coffee. Bingo. All sticky. Uh, isn't, isn't the problem, though, uh, as, as they take price, that volumes shrink? We've seen that over and over this quarter. Not, not, there's no amount of money people won't spend on pets. You know, Lemonade has, like, pet insurance. They probably get, get crushed on that. But pets are winners. Peanut butter's winner because it's what you have when you work from home. I mean, I'm finding I've got an I've, I have an analog for the market. You don't need Katie Uberty. I've got the chart, which is Smucker. And that's a good quarter. Don't tell me to wrap up. Darn it, I'm uh, getting somewhere here. Yeah, you really are. I mean, you told everybody well, to I'm, buy Santander. Santander and, and Smucker. I got sticky on inflation, yeah. sticky in peanut butter, and Banco Santander is doing much better than every other bank. I think sixty I think billion. An enormous amount of uh, of knowledge imparted by you in the first uh, thirteen minutes of the show. That well suit and that suit's dynamite. Thank you. Thank what you. What's that saying? No. Oh my God! Really? It's Canal. John Oliver it's to go after you again. It's Canal. No, it's exactly. um. But it's Mo Gearsburg. I thought he died. Oh, it, yeah, is it is Zania. Zania. Yeah. It is Zania. Yeah. I can spot a Zania from thousand yes, miles you can. away. Yes, you Do can. not. The Italian economy's too early. Too early. <laughs> too early. <laughs> when we come back, we'll get to the AI arms race today. Mark Zuckerberg's new team at Meta, uh, B of A, unveiling some top AI picks. Take a look at futures as we uh, close out. The month today, uh, NASDAQ futures just going negative. Don't go away. You seek the key, but first, you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. 
You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. AI is uh, really the mover and shaker here. It is, it is going to catalyze more innovation because it's at the heart of the convergence between and among technologies. So autonomous taxi platforms, and I know Tesla's going to be talking probably a lot more about this now um, at its uh, March 1 analyst day. Um, autonomous taxi platforms are the convergence of three major innovation platforms, robotics, energy storage, and artificial intelligence. Those are three different S-curves, and they're going to feed one another. So we think it's going to be pretty explosive. That's ARK Invest. Kathy Wood with us yesterday here at Post 9 talking about her perspective on AI. Meantime, Meta ramping up its AI strategy. Mark Zuckerberg says Facebook's parent is creating a new top-level product group focused on generative AI. The unit will combine several teams across Meta, build creative and expressive tools for products, including WhatsApp Messenger and Instagram. Jim, he suggests it's one way they can get around some of the Apple obstacles. Yeah, I think he's much further along than he's letting on. He's been working on this for some time. I'm surprised you showed this this little leg on this. Uh, I believe that their AI strategy. It's interesting, David. You know, I think they're going to they're going to monetize WhatsApp. I've said that. To You've you said that many times in terms of monetizing WhatsApp. They also need, you know, listen. It's got to be the large companies that pursue this in part because it is very expensive. You need to amass vast, enormous lakes, as they call them, of data. And you need amazing amounts of computing power as well. So, and that is, uh, that is NVIDIA. Yeah, that's a handful of companies, though, that are capable of pulling that off. That said, guys, did you happen to see this op-ed uh, this weekend in the journal from Kissinger, Eric Schmidt, and a professor, uh, I think it was at MIT? Um, uh, it scared the heck out of me. I don't know. I mean, if you haven't looked at it, take a look at it. There it is. Um, yeah, Daniel Hitmaker. Uh, it, it, it was frightening. Uh, the complexity of AI models has been doubling every few months. Therefore, generative AI systems have capabilities that remain undisclosed even to their inventors. With each new AI system, they're building new capacities without understanding their origin or destination. Um, it goes on from there. The huge commercial motives will, for the foreseeable future, take precedence over long-range thinking about their implications. Skynet. I'm telling you. Skynet. It's, it, I disagree with you. When you hear Sam Altman from, from, you know, uh, uh, as well talk about it, obviously the father of ChatGPT, I mean, right. who knows? Well, I mean, I want to come back, step back a little from the Skynet. All right. Um, I, I know, because there are going to be a lot of commercial applications. There are going to be a lot of right. potential investment opportunities. But, but man, uh, I just encourage to, people to read that off. But what happened to, to democratizing computing power? I mean, to me, Jensen Wong has been saying, endlessly, and it's not been picked up, Carl, that this is the ability to talk to a machine and get an answer. And that's what is being left out, is people who, are, who don't know how to code, which is a substantial part of society, uh, it can, take, can create codeless projects. Sure. I mean, you don't have to, uh-oh, you don't have to have anything that requires Stanford degree to be able to say, I want, I have um, a cookie business 
and I want to show my cookies doing X, and I want to say that they're that. And instead of using all sorts of Adobe and all sorts of, of everything that you need, boom, they do it. Why isn't that great? Yep. Uh, B of A basically has a list of 15 AI picks and all the ones you would expect, Microsoft, Alphabet, Meta, Baidu, which, by the Baidu way, is, is reportedly going to roll out their own uh, bot at a presser on the 16th. Yeah, that's why yes. the Chinese are blocking. I thought they were blocking ChatGPT because it's about freedom. They're blocking so that Baidu can get it. I'm sure that's really only going to be for the good of mankind, all of it. Oh, you're so cynical. Yeah, we're, not, we're not doing this by ourselves. No. To serve mankind. I, I'm telling you, man. You're saying it's count the days. <laughs> this thing's doubling every every few months. It's kind of yeah. It <laughs> makes TikTok adoption look like uh, government out, out of TikTok by Meta. Yeah. I'm telling you, Zuckerberg's going to be the winner here because he's the most ruthless and takes ruthless. Going to be the winner because he owns New Zealand and he can go move there. <laughs> I thought that Larry. Oh, Larry Ellison owns Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't what, know. What Zuckerberg's in Hawaii, islands. too. I was kidding. I don't do think he have? has anything to do with New Zealand. <laughs> I think someone who used to work at the network of New Zealand. Really? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. We'll get Kramer's mad, Dash. We'll count down to the opening bell. Take a look at the futures one last time as we get a final trading day of February. In. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create like Olu Shehi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Take a look at some of the laggards uh, this morning. You'll see Norwegian in there uh, with a miss on EBITDA and some of their EBITDA targets are a little bit light, although... The commentary remains somewhat positive. Booking volumes accelerating in recent months, they say, buoyed by strong wave season demand. Opening bell coming up in a couple of minutes. And don't forget, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Welcome back. Two minutes before we get an opening bell. Let's squeeze in a mad dash. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to talk about, again, the paradigm for right now. So Anil Bushri introduces Carl Eschenbach as co-CEO at Workday. He then does what I regard as being a terrific number, bringing in a lot of new people, uh, really doing terrific in that financial business, so it's not just human capital. He's winning some great logos, as they say. He has an amazing go-to-market strategy, a completely cliched term meaning selling. David, because they had a slowdown from 19 to 18%, this stock will be down five. And I, I, to me, are you kidding? This company is doing so well. The only thing, reason that you possibly want to sell it is if you, you may not, you know, you don't want to ever see Anil leave because Anil's so great. But uh, this is the world we're in right now. What more? People want too much. He's already fired people. Uh, the, the companies that he's, he's taking business away from people in the cloud who have go-to-market strategies. And I just look at this and I say, what more do you want? And it makes me feel blanch at what Salesforce is going to say. Salesforce is tomorrow. I know. What do you think? I mean, well, you and I have not discussed it in a bit. Obviously, I had reported that a settlement potentially with Elliott was not far away. Uh, could have been as soon as le- uh, last week, but it hasn't happened. Will, will okay, we so, see something? Are you hearing well, anything? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's the, there's the PayPal way. You something over the weekend. Well, because there's something. the PayPal way where Dan Schulman um, 
transitioned out over a course of a year. Yes. I don't want that to happen tomorrow. I think that if we were to challenge this whole board, what that says is Mark has to go. And that we know is one of the options. I think that sends the stock dramatically lower. Mark's built a great company. You don't want the architect of the success of Salesforce no. be to suddenly leave Salesforce. Put a couple more people on the board that are that, that are better advisors and overseers and then move on. Carl, we have a market where anything that's uh, so-called uh, enterprise software is going lower. And I think that that's, you know, I, again, I urge people to take a little longer term view. Take a little bit more of a Buffett deal. I mean, Buffett does not advise you to sell on a bad quarter or two. Yeah. Uh, there's a look at the, the final uh, day getting underway, 39.77. At the big board here, it's Group 1 Automotive celebrating 25 years listed at the NASDAQ LKQ Corporation, provider of specialty auto parts. That's a good company. Yep. Wow. Yep. Um, Jim, at least they're rewarding Zoom, at least pre-market, okay. on some of these margin blowouts. Yeah, we should talk. I was going to mention AutoZone. Someone said that was a weak quarter. That was a great quarter. Um, okay, I felt that Zoom is how the market's stuck. Eric Yuan, who I think is, is just fabulous, fired a lot of people, so therefore the gross margins went up, but there's very little growth. We know that they're starting to win business. They've got this great rewind business, so to speak, where you can do a, a meeting and then look at it and critique people, which is very important because if you're going to have a good go-to-market strategy, you might need Zoom. But you know, who's winning here? Who's going to win? The companies that make more money or the companies that grow their business faster? And I think that the only real winners are the companies like what uh, you have at, at Palo Alto with Nikesh Aurora, who's growing faster and improving margins, and this is going to make David sit up and take notice. Okay. Gap positive. Gap not, positive. Not asterisking these right. SBC. Right. But gap positive. No stock-based compensation, no. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to be like General Mills. And that, that is welcome, David. Without the stock-based compensation charade has to end. I don't know that it's ever going to end. No, it has to. It could diminish. No, but we're going to not accept earnings that, that hide stock-based compensation. Well, a, a lot of investors do. Adjusted EBITDA is well, that, I'm, I'm pronouncing that dead. That's that. what I'm saying. I'm pronouncing adjusted EBITDA dead. Morg. So could you say it, it's going to be? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, no, because you can't get a high multiple. Now, Workday did asterisk stock-based compensation. I thought, I thought Workday was trivial. It told you exactly what their gap would look like, which was not as great, obviously. And then it told you what non-gap was. But they have, you know, if you're telling me that deceleration in an unbelievably bad environment from, not, from 19 to 18 is a reason to sell Workday, I think you're out of your mind. That's what we're struggling with, though. If you have any sort of decel, not decel, but decel, <laughs> people sell. And I think that's too short-sighted because if we have any uptick in the economy, you're going to regret it. Um, keep an eye on uh, what's moving here at the open. You mentioned advanced or auto parts, but advanced auto parts one of the biggest. Yeah, but, and uh, AutoZone is just you know great sale. Look, AutoZone is one of the greatest stocks of all time. Fantastic buyback. It was up 12 now, it's down seven. Well, that's great. Schizophrenic. Uh, but you know, there's. I don't know if you guys are reading about how the leopard tank doesn't work. Uh, and that there's like, you know, people, these countries are giving leopard, three leopards and four leopards. The only tank that really works is the Abrams tank. And that's made by General Dynamics with a Honeywell engine. 
And I think that both stocks are good. There's another, this guy, there's a guy who hates Honeywell so much, you don't want to mention who he is. But I just think that we're going to have to provide weapons. We're going to have to provide advanced tanks. And you want to be in that business. Well, we've really stayed away from one. I mean, the Abrams, though, requires an enormous amount of maintenance. It takes uh, and almost fuel a year. But to like, get I know, but to, get, you, to you, get them over there, it's but just. But the they, Leopard doesn't work. Look at that Honeywell chart. Isn't that awful? My chapel trust owns it. I, I think it's a great company. There's the damn checks to it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I wonder if Katie Uber liked that chart. See, look, it's got that you know, line to 190. What are you doing? Um, I, this is, are you going to go there? Where? I don't know. <laughs> You're going to go there where? I'm just going to go to a name I haven't mentioned in years, okay, again. guys. Hold it. What is Russian prune juice? Uh, cr- no. Trotsky. <laughs> one of, the, one of course, yeah, Carnac's yes, the best. True. I got it. Okay, I got it. It took me a minute. Um, no, Dish. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm giving it about, a double down. I haven't Good talked one. about this company in ages. It's a $6 billion market value. There was a time, obviously, when I talked about it frequently. I haven't talked to Charlie Ergen, of course, uh, founder, largest shareholder, still CEO of this company in ages as well. But you can see, got a double downgrade today. You know, it came off earnings actually looking pretty good late last week. And then I remember reading the Moffat Nathanson note. That was not particularly positive. And now you've got B of A, which, by the way, I mean, thanks so much, guys. Now they downgraded to an underperform. Not really helpful at all. Uh, What's the price objective price target? They go from 30 to 10. Yeah, yeah. 30 to 10. Oh, yeah. so, but the point is that a, a, a number of investors and the analysts are taking a look at the quarter and saying, well, hmm. You know, you actually, your, your, your um, satellite business held up pretty well. It's still deteriorating, but it held up pretty well. But where are you in terms of providing sort of a nationwide 5G network. Well, you're not as far along as we thought, and the opportunity set there may not be as far along as had been anticipated. Remember, we've talked about this with John Stanky uh, and other leaders in the, uh, in the wireless business. Where are all the apps that we thought would come around as a result of 5G? Where are all the different use cases? They're not here yet. Uh, and so there are just a lot of questions about whether they can execute on that plan and whether there's a real revenue and cash flow opportunity, whether they can get to it quickly enough before they run out of the ability to fund that business. They already need to raise more money. It's not clear exactly where that's coming from for DISH. And so you've seen what's happening. Meanwhile, uh, AT&T yesterday presenting, uh, talking down some Q1 cash flow right. expectations and sort of throwing a little shade on the viability of fixed wireless on, in, over the long term. Yeah, I, I look, I, I re, sometimes I regret that I even say go to a hold on this one. ATT's yeah. is very trouble. See Verizon at 37.8? No, and Verizon, where they lowered their own 5G-centric long-term growth outlook, right? It was only issued last March in part oh. because, again, and I asked this to Stanky, you know, when are we going to see all these different applications that we've uh, heard so much about? I don't know. Years ago when 5G was still in the offing. They will happen. Many of them will be in the enterprise, but they haven't come yet. But, I mean, people still talk about T-Mobile having the head start on everything. T-Mobile has what many believe. I mean, Verizon will dispute it, but many believe it's the best network. I know. At least for 5G, not not for... I mean, it's just a bad area to be in. It's a bad area to invest in. It's just a bad area. But, you know, and then the question becomes with DISH, just to get back to that value of the spectrum, it's significant, but who needs it? What do they pay for it? How do they buy it if they were to actually decide... We can't make this work. Um, but it's a long ways from the $35 billion company that was 
uh, at, at below a $6 billion market value. When, when David was out, the company that shined the brightest, that shined like a diamond, was Warner Brothers Discovery. Yes, yes, they had a good, decent, at least a well-received quarter. Well-received, well-received quarter. And Zaslav, David, he delivered, it was a tour de force uh, analyst. You were happy with it? Oh, no, more than happy. Really? Gave him a tour de force? Tour de force. Okay. I may send him a bottle of the best that I have of my olive oil at Porterhouse. So, okay, so I'm now competing with you to get an interview with Zaslav, (laughs) I can tell, since you're buttering up to him. All right. Don't I do it, David. This Don't morning, I lost, alone, I lost Brian Cornell. I lost DeSol. Well, you didn't okay. lose us because I've had, you know, so you don't get that. Then um, why, why, why was I in paroxysm you of know, pain today? Meanwhile, they've been smart not to talk to anybody. You just try to actually execute, and that's what you got to do if you're, uh, if you're Warner Brothers Discovery. They did, and they have been focused on free cash, cash flow, flow generation. Free cash that's flow where they want really people good. to focus. That's what they some, delivered to a certain extent, and therefore they got rewarded. Uh, late last week after they reported, I mean, again, stock up 67% this year. Well, I mean, it's, it's been kind of, it's down so long it looks up to me from that chart. It's only one other stock I know that's up even more than that this year. It's up again. Um, Paramount Global? No, Tesla. Oh, yeah, there's a well, bunch yeah, of we pieces on Tesla, Tesla today. Yeah, uh, one is that uh, China EV data. Uh, says maybe sales slowed a, a bit now that they had to reverse some of those price cuts. Mm. Uh, Musk is once again the world's richest uh, human. Oh, um, and now uh, AMLO saying that they are going to build a plant. Uh, uh, that was unbelievable yeah. to me. I mean, AMLO, who is completely underestimated, and the, the Mexican peso has been fantastic over the last six months, got Tesla. And that will be, let's, let's see if that deal is not on the border. Ever since that KS, David, how did they let the KSU Canadian Pacific deal happen? Which eliminated, like, it's like the most anti-competitive deal. But if he puts that, in the, if, if Musk puts it in the core, the KSU corridor, he will be a hero. Deal hasn't, that deal hasn't been. Well, it's going to happen. I don't know. What? Are you breaking news? No, I, I think it's too. I, I, I think the deal's done. No. No, I'm saying done, gotta, done, not done. Got to f- stay focused. Stay focused. I am focused. All right. Stay focused on that deal. Well, no, I just mean that if they let that deal go through. I mean, because It hasn't been let go through yet. Okay, but everyone feels it is done. I, I know, but it you're the may, only one I know said it's not done. Well, anyway, Amlo, the the guy who runs Mexico, and Mexico is very pro. I mean, they're starting to talk about drilling more for uh, their meager, pet, you know, Petrobras. What not Petrobras, you know, Pemex. But I just think that Mexico is the country to watch right now because they are getting a lot of business, and no one seems to care. And I think it's a shame. Uh, you know, uh, Gina Raimondo is talking about Honduras, El Salvador getting business. We, we're the, it's working. There's a policy that's working in Mexico. And when I saw that Musk is going there, that was the green light that I've been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, we talked to Mobius yesterday about some emerging market countries either having cut rates or thinking about it at this point. Right. Uh, trying to create a more enticing environment. I think Mexico's fantastic. Everybody I know who's opened plants in Mexico in the last two years, now that the Trump year is over, it's so satisfied. And, and I think it's worth following because that's true onshore. I'm glad you mentioned drilling because we, uh, we have the guidance on, on CVX, the buyback guidance, right. uh, some of the production guidance. And then you have Oxy uh, guiding a little bit light, although a nice div hike last night. Yeah, I mean, people didn't expect that. I mean, this is obviously Buffett, Nate Buffett talked about it. I, I'm shocked that Chevron isn't up more, but that's okay because Mike Worth is on my show tonight. So we'll take care of that. Um, how about that for you, Bruce? Do you like them? 
I, I did. Well done. Ox- Thank you. And Occidental, I didn't expect that dividend increase. And I think that the oil stocks, there's been seven months that oil's been down. And that's just too long. Well, we finally got a little bounce in that gas last four days. Oh, my God. Although, and best day yesterday, but... Um, and people keep buying EQT here. You keep checking to see EQT is the most hit-up symbol. Um, that's ridiculous. Kotara is the company that bounces between natural gas and oil. It's much better buy than that. I think that that gas is done going down. Why? The, the, because the case for natu- natural gas is incredible overseas. Now, I have Enbridge on tonight, and they're able to, they're working very hard to get oil overseas. Freeport's still not open, I don't think. Freeport's We're not, not open. Still not. Um, no, but lo- watch man, this Port been... Arthur facility come on strong from Sempra. We are going to be exporting. We have so much nat gas to export. I just, you know, we know right now it's been warm. That's hurt the case. Yes, and winter is now getting towards the end, thankfully. Just, just letting you know tomorrow's March 1st. I've got, I have an app that tells me where, where we are, the calendar app. Although it did snow a little. You're, David, you're absolutely right. It's Feb 28. Thank you. Thank you are. You, you know what that's called? You know what this is? What? You're tapping me on the shoulder. Shoulder month. Shoulder month. Shoulder month. Got it. We celebrate Shoulder Month around here. <laughs> He's always coming up with stuff yeah, I've never like, even like heard Shoulder of. Month for natural gas is the hardest to predict. Oh, oh, yes. oh. It's the hardest to predict. Um, you got what you wanted in Target. Stock's up 2%. Well, I did my best. I know you did. Maybe you'll come on my show next time. Oh, my God. See what, what I mean? It's all just about getting people on the show. 100%. 100 p You're so competitive. More than ever. What happened it's to corporate you? Corporate Darwinism. More than what ever. What happened it's, to you as a you child? You should listen to Carl's interview with me, where I basically talked about my father having the Boston and Norfolk route, and I said that would never happen to me. I was not going to be Biff. Okay. Yes. No Biff for me. This was you, part did of you an tell interview. him that? What? Did you tell your father that? That I wasn't going to be Biff? Yeah. I went over being Biff. You guys did an interview where? At uh, the Investing Club's annual meeting, first in-person annual meeting. Oh. Yes, it was good. I thought that Carl's questions to me were... They were unexpectedly trenchant, and I gave ridiculously positive and correct <laughs> answers. Positive meaning that, like, I addressed your stuff. People have to go watch that interview because I didn't expect to where I knew that you were going to mention my dad. I did not know that, the, that it would be such a focus because he did drive me into the ridiculous uh, battering ram that I've become. Yeah. Where at this age, I'm still, like, furious to see Diesel up that, that, that I call that, him Diesel. You're competing to get the CEO of Smucker. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, it's Anybody who knew to get rid of the, the food and kept the pet food, that's better than the gravestones in the graves, David. You know, Colgate's got a big pet food business. They don't talk Some to me. Investors wanted them to Colgate separate out. They never I, well, did. Hill, because Hills. Hills has lost Hills. share. Have you seen how much Hills Science Diet has lost in share? I took the I took the yardstick out when I was at Petco. I can't believe how much share they've look lost. At Colgate. Look at Colgate. Go back to that. That stock is just. You want to be an activist and. They Start try. Loeb was there. I don't know. They're even oh, there. Oh, Loeb's everywhere. No, oh, no. I mean, call me. Uh-uh. There was uh, you thought uh, there was the prospect of activism there. I know they were geared up for it on the Colgate side. They had their advisors. They had, you know, Evercore and Altman all ready to How roll. How about Central Bridge? Whatever. Who? Center Bridge. I was Center Bridge. No. No, Cent- no Center View. I was being mean. I don't even know what you're talking they won't, about. They won't talk to me either. Who? Never mind. I'm giving that you a literally look. was nonsensical. <laughs> you guys, let's just keep going. Blair, you guys work Blair. Out okay. We get to Blair. Center view. I know it was. It was meant to be that kind of like, you know. He had nothing to do with this. While David and I don't Jim care. resolve this, let's get to Rick Centelli with Chicago PMI. Hey, Rick. 
Hi, Carl. Yes, February read on Chicago PMI. Expecting the number around 45.5. And do remember, we haven't been over 50 since August. So one, two, three, four, five. This is the sixth month. It isn't under 50. 43.6. It's the weakest since November of last year. And in between on that run of under 50, we even breached 40, which is our comp here, 37.9 in November. We still have consumer confidence in Richmond Fed left. We see interest rates are moving up. Maybe the terminal rate for the ECB now maybe at 4% overseas rates along with ours all moving together. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. Uh, one bit of news yesterday was some of the funding guidelines out of commerce regarding the CHIPS Act, Jim. Pretty interesting. Uh, can't expand capacity in China for 10 years need to do affordable health care, maybe share some excessive profits down the road? Well, look, uh, Lamb Research lost about $2 billion. China business, they're natural. People are buying five materials. They're all great companies. You're buying it for 2026. Um, that The market tends to have a, a, the memory of a mayfly. So you're buying it today, you have to sell it tomorrow. I don't think that's too smart. I think selling advanced micro is really stupid because what everything that Everything we learned from that last quarter of videos is that gaming chips and data center chips are no longer in glut, so you should buy AMD. And this idea of, I, look, I like Lamb very much. I like Tim Archer, but you know, these are things that have to, it takes them forever just to make the equipment. Right. It's yeah. really hard to make the equipment. Uh, and we were looking at ETFs that were positive for the month, cyber and semis. Right. Well, I mean, semis, that's NVIDIA. Yeah. I mean, NVIDIA is not really a semiconductor company. NVIDIA is a supercomputer company that puts t- that batches cards. But they have they have a $300 billion market in hardware and a $300 billion market in software. NVIDIA is going so hard into software, no one seems to think about that. Yeah, and then we talked yesterday about whether or not Dell and HP will give us any kind of clarity on the PC HP, I, I, Enrico, he, he's got to say that he agrees that the chip glut is over. You know, they had 37% decline in PCs. Yeah. I mean, that's just outrageous. I mean, I, you know, other than typewriters, has anything had that decline that fast? Well, as you pointed out many times, everybody, everybody outfitted their home offices, everybody sort of upgraded the, as they needed to, and so right. that's what you get. And there's no new innovation. You, know, you can talk to a computer uh, in NVIDIA land, but you have to type in this land. Yes. Let's get to stop trading. Okay, I want to go back. What I think, I want to. I think Mark Zuckerberg. I think Mark Zuckerberg. Oh my God, to make that mistake is too Freudian. I think Mark Benioff is going to stay. I think that there's going to be a good chance of still more board activists. I don't think. I think that the activists have realized if you just push Mark too much and you make it so his life is miserable, well, then you have a, a company that's not going to make as much money when things get better. And I think that the people and Dave, you may disagree with me, but Mark Benioff's record is extraordinary in terms of growth. It is. And extraordinary in terms of profits. And it's got a little bump in the road. I think Mark's here for 10 years. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. I sure well, hope so. That's my trust. Send the stock it. down. We'll see. What, about, that the, stock what down? about the earnings tomorrow? Look, he fired a lot of the companies that have fired a lot of people and done buybacks have tended to do well. But if you even guide down by 1% a la Workday, then you've got a stock that underperforms because this market is so unforgivable. Oh, Workday, I got that one moving up. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> Workday shouldn't, you know, 19 to 18 is a D-sell. I think that Salesforce is good because Mark's stay. Okay, good. Meanwhile, That's C- my view. CVX tonight. 
Yeah, I got, I got Chevron, and Mike Ward's going to tell a great story. Enbridge is very interesting. They're the ones that's really bringing out a lot of a lot of oil coming from Enbridge from Canada. That's a new CEO. People remember him from Spectra. He's terrific. And then Jot Ritchie. They are expanding Dutch Bros everywhere, and they're trying to get to 4,000 in a couple of years. David, you and I will go for a annihilator, and we'll both be up for three days. <laughs> kind of like drinking Sterno. Liquid cocaine? <laughs> it's Sterno, but, but, but good. Awesome. Can't wait. We'll see you tonight, Jim. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time as we're trying to get back to 39.80 here. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.